up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge Podcast. My name is Adam Schubert. And as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? We're a little bit late in the week, so we got yeah. a lot to go through. A little bit late in the week. Sorry about that. That's that, My girlfriend got a concussion and, during the and, week. And we were gone last week, too. Yeah, last week we were gone. My girlfriend got a concussion this week, so we had to push it back a little bit. But a lot to discuss. We're in a good time, Shuby. Obi-Wan is great, which I'm ecstatic to talk to you about. I, I, I haven't even heard your thoughts. I don't even know if I saw them on Twitter. Uh, got the boys to talk about. We got uh, We Own This City to do a little bit of. We got to finish Under the Banner of Heaven because that finished yeah. while we were gone, which crazy. I'm, I'm going to just wait. That was crazy. And then I'm excited to hear what you think about Stranger Things. And we got a lot of news. I didn't think we, but when we first were going to do this episode, we didn't have a lot of news, but a lot of trailers dropped recently. So we got some things to talk about. Right. Yeah. Um, and you've seen Top Gun. I have. Uh, did we talk about Bob's Burgers? We did not talk about Bob's Burgers. Yeah. So we didn't even talk about that. We got to talk about that. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. I'll, I'll just, uh, and, and with Top Gun, I'll just sit, tell people like a little bit about it. It's not nothing yeah. crazy, but. Which we had been... two events that going on. So we had Star Wars Celebration, Netflix Geeks. So we'll talk about those. But what do I what have I had going on? I didn't even I'll talk realize about it more at the end. Okay. I didn't even realize Netflix Geeked like what's happening. Like I just got notifications in like Sandman. No, oh yeah, that's what okay. That's the only trailer I really rocked with yeah. out of that. But um I'm trying to think, have I been watching anything cool? Um, not that. I don't think so. I, I should have watched Emergency before we did this pod, but I'll watch it yeah, for the next one. I should have. Like, it was out. It was, it was just looking at me. I was watching all, like, anything else. I was like, let me just wait. <laughs> That's the letterbox review. I'll tell everyone to go check out. It's my letterbox re- review of Emergency. Damn, if I'd have known you watch it, I'd have definitely watched it. Okay, well, I'm going to watch it for next week. It looks good, though. It's, uh, I, I don't think it's what you expect. Mm, what do you expect it to be? Okay, so at first I was expecting it to be this party movie. But then when they were talking about the social commentary on Twitter, I was like, is this going to be more of like what happens when a black man gets caught with an unconscious white woman like to the extreme? And is it like a horror movie? I feel like that's okay, 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 okay. No, no, no. I, mean, I just wish like, it was a party movie though. Like, a, well, I mean, it's not it, okay, so it's not a party movie, but it has the similar tropes of a party movie but it's way more serious. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'm glad you because said that. Because the situation is serious. Yeah. Uh, and I guess and they like don't they, make light of it. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna have to check that out because that definitely sounds interesting. But I like, saw it and I was like, hmm. But like people are cracking jokes and there's times where you laugh. Like, but I mean, at the same time, serious. <laughs> Real. Okay. I'm going I'm to I'm watch that because it, it, like I said, it looks good. They played the trailer during the boys, which I got cursed to watch. The- I was I was watching. I don't know if I should save this for the review, but I'm wa- I'll just save it. But I got I, the boys is, is moving the needle. And I saw the emergency trailer during then uh, HBO. What if I did? I start I, pull up my HBO Max because I, I thought I watched something cool on HBO. Start or my bet some at some point. Wait, which one? Oh, uh, the boys. No, I'm a bet. Oh, yeah, that's what I saw. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you if you watched. Irma Vet with Alicia Vikander. Okay. Okay. Um, But, you know, I did watch, I I think it might be the finale of Young Justice. See, my my brother's been watching it. I didn't finish it. Oh, I told you I watched, I've been watching Hacks. Oh, well, that's done, too. Yeah, well, no, I'm on season one. I'm almost done with season one. 
Yeah, no, I had to catch up. And then, oh, on HBO, I got it. I've been watching that damn Michael Che. The season two is out right now. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good, uh, what's the word? What, like D- Dave Chappelle, uh, Key and Peele sketch comedy show. It's, it's a pretty good sketch comedy show. Yeah, and then I guess I'm watching Barry week to week. Oh, yeah, I forgot and, to watch and also And also listening to the Bill Hader podcast after it, which is what makes it so worth watching right now. I, I bet. Uh, yeah, HBO doesn't have anything yeah. else really out right now besides, I guess they're pushing Barry. Oh, and I guess Staircase. You watch the Staircase? Oh, yeah, I'm not watching that. Yeah, me neither. I watched the first episode. It was boring. Uh, yeah, Hulu. Is there something I'm watching on Hulu? Well, I, I feel, think the Flash season finale is probably out now. I think it is. Yeah, I've been enjoying that. Flash has been great. Uh, I tried Shorzy. Shout out to our guy Ian uh, from Letterkenny fame. It's the character that they always talk about. It's all right. I don't like it more than Letterkenny. You got to be a hockey fan to really rock with Shorzy. I don't know enough about hockey, and it's very inside baseball. But Sex Pistol, that's out on Hulu. Oh, that's going to be my movie on the rise. Yeah. I started the first episode. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think think it's all out. Maybe. I think so. But, yeah, there's a a lot of good stuff out that I – Oh, I started It's Always Sunny again. Because I've yeah, been watching the fucking the listen to their podcast. The stuff I'm rewatching is just all reality stuff. It's Survivor, Big Brother. Well, only Big Brother Canada at this point. Oh, Curse but, wants to watch Are You the One? I think I'm gonna do that soon. Uh, oh yeah, they got some some pretty good seasons on there right now. And there's yeah. there's gonna be some challenge related story, so yeah, might as well get into that because there's definitely gonna be some stuff that you're gonna want to talk about. Ooh, okay. Lit. So without any further ado, let's let's get started. And we're gonna start off with Star Wars celebration. Next year celebration is in London. Mm-hmm. So that would be pretty cool to go to. Shout out to all those people who are gonna make that trip. Yo, let um, me I swear to you, bro. If the tick the TikTok's doing numbers and I can if I can get us a press pass through the TikTok, that'd be fucking because bro, Marvel and Disney are inviting anybody with a TikTok that gets like that has like 10,000 followers, anywhere between five thousand to they just invite everybody. Every little TikToker I, I, I know that's in the comic sphere the, or the movie sphere is going. This shit's crazy. It's wild. Um, but so there was a lot of big news that came out of Celebration. Of course, we know that there were some big trailers. Let's start with Why didn't they the release them? Like, bro, it's all over TikTok. The, the, I, I think it's still there. Disney well, they didn't release Andor. They didn't release well, the Mandalorian. They want, well, they want people to focus on Andor because Andor's mm-hmm. next. Coming at the end of the summer, focus on Andor, and then you can get to the, to the next step. All right, because that so, Mandalorian trailer was hot. Yeah, the Mandalorian trailer was pretty awesome. Try and see if you can find it somewhere online. So TikTok, seen it. Literally, right when uh, Super asked me for it, I went on TikTok. Yeah. Watch, I'll tell you right now, I'm still there because I don't think Disney took it down. Um. So what we learned is season four. There is going to be a season four. It's already being written, but in season three, we're going to go back to Mandalore. Yep, it's uh, there. Lots, you can go to TikTok and see it. It's still there. Disney's not there. Yeah. Uh, lots of um, Bo-Katan. Love that. Um, it looks like you know, we're going to do less Jedi, which is good. More Darksaber, though, which I'm into. Mandalore. Yeah, more Darksaber. Well, I mean, more Mandalore. You yeah. Know, true, 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 true. It's primarily going to be Mandalore, except for doing stuff with uh, old Apollo Creed. and. It makes sense why it's no Jedi yeah, stuff, because... Witcher McCallit said he didn't want to be with Luke. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, when Grogu says he doesn't want to be with Luke and wants to be a Mandalorian, then 
Well, shit. I mean, bro, we don't have we don't need them anymore. I don't think that's good. I mean, it seemed like the first two seasons were primarily about like getting Grogu to figure out like his identity. Grogu is, and now that we've established like what Grogu is, that he's a Mandalorian, he is Din's son. Now we're moving into more of a Din-centric story, which would be good. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Star Wars Skeleton Crew has been announced starring Jude Law. Skeleton Crew is that John Watts project we talked about before that's it's going to be about a group of 10-year-old kids who get lost and try to find their way home in a period of post-return of the Jedi and the collapse of the Galactic Empire. Kind of what we guessed. Uh, John Watts at Celebration said it's like it's a, it's, a, it's a story about kids, but not a kid's story. Like Stand By Me. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's what he said. And so, I mean, yeah. if, if it's going to be some adult themes, I'll be into it. I'll definitely check it out because ever since Visions, which season two on the way, hype. Uh, ever since Visions, I've been like trying to, you know, rewatch some Star Wars stuff. I'm watching the Clone Wars right now. So I'll give it a shot. Oh, but it's not going to be animated. It's live action, huh? Yeah, it's going to be live action. Yeah, it's going to be live action. Yeah, I, think okay. I think that's going to work out fine. You know, one thing I know we're not going to talk about is Miss Marvel. I was about and to I say, I was, oh, you watched it? I watched Ms. Marvel and I like Ms. Marvel. I, sh- I, I should have watched it. God It damn. fits. They advertised it as a kid's show. And it works what it it's is. It's a kid's huh? show. I mean, yeah. that, that's what it is. I mean, like if you look at it in that lens and not think about it as some overarching thing, which they don't really make a lot of like big tie-ins to where her direction is in the MCU or stuff like that. It is very centric to the character, okay. but it's only episode one. So Interesting. See, because I saw someone on TikTok so I, say I that it's, it feels like a Disney Channel TV show, which I right. mean, it does. I don't, I don't think that's a, a bad thing, you know, because they no, advertise think, it as that. Yeah, I think it's fine. So, I mean, I think this could be something similar where it's like, if they're not, you know, if they do this up on its own and not tie in anything else, I'll be, I'll, I think it's, a, I think it'll work. Okay. Like, you know, maybe if there is a, a tie in, it would be like, just rebellion people like maybe like a a young a wedge, wedge. Yeah. Well, no, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be it wouldn't be young it would be old like it would, oh. because it's right after return of the jedi so i mean like you know mon mothma like you know Those no one that's going to be no Leia's, no, no luke's no anything like that yeah um so you mentioned visions visions volume two is coming in spring 2023 Hi. whole anime this time uh, the second volume will bring together new stories from creative teams in Japan, India, the UK, Ireland, Spain, Chile, France, South Africa, and the United States. Well, see, okay, so- it's going to still be anime, but it's just not going to be Japanese anime. We'll get some Amerimes in there. We'll get some French style. Because French style, there's a French style anime, and Koreans have their own style anime in manhwas, which, like, it's just animated content that does it in the Japanese style of situations. In so like I'm high for it. Yeah. So it's giving more animation teams a chance to tell their own Star Wars stories, which would be exciting. Yep, I agree. Um, moving back up to the live action stuff, Ahsoka is coming in 2023. Hype. Since Mandalorian is coming in February 2023, it's most likely believed Ahsoka will be the summer. Which it um, should be. It's a, it should be the summer show. Confirmed that Rebels characters Hera, Sabine, and Chopper are all going to be in it. And why would I just? I was about to say, and Ezra's going to be in the damn show, bro. Yeah. This is Dave Filoni doing like a victory lap. Like I, I put man, I put this shit on the map. Now give me my live action rebels. Yeah. Well, you know, this is a good, 
this is good for rebels fans of like oh yeah you know rebels representation but bad for but you know rebels fans are also really mad because why may have may have killed the grand inquisitor in obi-wan oh well see the obi-wan writer sent a rebels character the obi-wan writer says he's not dead yeah no so i mean i'm just saying like that was part of the big controversy coming out of the first weekend I don't think Obi-Wan. Dave Filoni. I, I, I do remember that. I don't think Dave Filoni's putting out something that contradicts his Rebels canon. I'm surprised they haven't already done it four episodes in. That they haven't like made any sort of mention that he's not of he, dead. Of, yeah, I feel like they're saving that. He'll, guess, he'll honestly, he'll probably be the one that kills the black girl. That's my theory. I think. Yeah, I think they're gonna end up fighting again. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna kill her because because Obi Wan's gonna fight Vader, and because we don't see her in any other, we've seen a, all the Inquisitors and Rebels, and she's not there. Yeah, yeah. she's gonna die. <laughs> so and the Andor trailer was released. The series will be twelve episodes long, with the first two debuting on August thirty first. Andor is already renewed for a second twelve episode season. This is the one like between Mando, Ahsoka even Star Wars Visions that I'm like least excited for. The Andor trailer looked cool, but like I'm gonna just have to watch it for them for, for, for me to be barred on it because it's like it's during a time that I don't care for pre uh, New Hope, but so far away from Rise of Skywalker that we don't have any Jedi, I mean not Rise of Skywalker, uh, Revision that we don't have any Jedi stuff. We'll probably get some Sagarera action, but I, <clears throat> Rogue One was enough for the Rebels for me. Like I you know, I'm okay. Okay, I think this is going to be kind of a test for Star Wars because this is your stylistic non-tie, yeah, non-force movie or series. Yep. Yeah. Mandalorian had its ties to the Force. Still, does. obviously, is a Jedi show. Yep. This is all espionage. This is the spy Star Wars film, and there shouldn't be little to no ties at all. Maybe a Jedi, maybe a Star Star but like, like maybe like a Quinlan Vos. Like you know, I'm talking oh, okay. about like someone who's like you know, and this because of Kenobi has introduced us to be like these fringe Jedi, Jedi helpers, yeah. and I can see where Andor's group can probably be something like that. Had like a Jedi within it, you know, maybe uh, depending on where things fall in the timeline, you could see people who are associated with the video game more. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm talking about, Cam- about, talking about Cameron Monaghan. He wouldn't be in it because, like, it would have come up in the video game already. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know, um, and that's why. That's why this one's the one because you know me with Star Wars. I'm all Jedi action. Like, I know you're hyped for this because it falls under that 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 other side of Star Wars. But I, I do agree with you. If it could, if they tell a good espionage story, this could be big for Star Wars. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna have to really do. It's going to be the first true style show. Like, this is the test. And I think even Rogue One had Vader. Off of, of, yeah, but I think, you know, Rogue One, where they've reached a lot of successes, was not all just because of the Vader stuff. True. It wasn't all just because of the tie-in. So, you know, if you can It was a lot to do with up, the action of the characters who yeah. weren't Force-sensitive. So if it's done well with the right acting, I think it'll be fine. Okay. okay. 12 episodes is a great sign in my opinion because i mean even if it is like you know because every show we've gotten so far we're getting like eight to six short episodes mm-hmm. so but if you're gonna give me these short episodes and give me 12 of them i'll take that 
take yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at episode count 12 is interesting. That means like they feel like this is a story that deserves that length. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be watching Andor. That's right after this, huh? That's in like August? Yeah, August 31st. Nice, so okay. Ball. Cool. Um, so one of the new animated series announced during Star Wars Celebration was Tales of the Jedi, an anthology series developed by Dave Filoni and Charles Murray. Set during the prequel era, the series will focus on two different Jedi characters from that period, Ahsoka Tano and Count Dooku. Hype. Not much else was revealed about the series other than the revelation that Liam Neeson and his Liam Neeson and his son will voice Qui-Gon Jinn. Nice. Young Qui-Gon, young Dooku, learning how Dooku got converted to the dark side. Now, this is the type of stuff right. I'm into. Yeah, and this is going to be a Filoni animated show, so it's going to be pretty awesome. Yep. This is going to so be gas. That's exciting. Uh, along with the Filoni uh, animated stuff, you got Bad Batch season two that came out with a trailer. It looks exciting. It's a good show. Um, and then they had from Lucasfilm the Willow trailer, which actually looks fairly interesting. I've never seen the movie. Me neither. That, it was, that show it was, was actually pretty interesting. So. Um, Not and bad. There was another kid. There was another kid show that was talked about, but it's like strictly kids. Yeah, show. for kids. Facts. Yeah. And it's about younglings in the High Republic era. Oh, nice. Well, good good for, good for Star Wars still tapping in with the kiddies. But uh, look, man, Star Wars Celebration leaving it. Mando's great. <laughs> like, just keep giving me more Mando. It's like y'all are hitting on it. But they do need another one of these shows to hit because Boba Fett was highly criticized. Obi-Wan, I well, think, is hitting. But, like, fans yeah. need to chill out. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of slow and dry and not very action-packed, which is, you know, a criticism on itself, but I mean, it also doesn't need to be. It's just, you know... It's yeah, it's not it's that, that's not the point of the story. What, that, that's why Andor is so important. Fair. Andor is so important because, like, you know, you want to be telling Star Wars stories with new characters, no tie-ins. This is, this is your... Your, your starting point and then ahsoka is going to be its own thing as well mm-hmm. more on the jedi side but acolyte when that comes that's the, line, the one that's going to be yeah how do you how do you tell because that's star wars because that's not even just no connection because even andor you can say like saw guerrera you can say so, mon mothma you could have ties whereas acolyte is out of there like whole, no no one no one we know except maybe yoda if they do that yeah, when and with the toxicity that came out with the fan base with all the Obi-Wan stuff and stuff like that, it just makes it hard for, you know, and with everything that's happened with the sequels and some of those actors, it just make, makes it really hard for people to want to, like, pitch your wagon to Star Wars because it's just such a risk, especially. It, it's a shame, man. Like, it's just, it's whack. Like, it's like that. And the crazy thing is, she wasn't even a bad, she's not even a bad character. And then on top of that, like, besides well, all the racism it, stuff, they, they start bullying a kid. It's, that's another yeah. thing. They're bullying little Leia, which I'm like, ah, what what sorts of what what do y'all want right now? Like, I don't even know what they want because Obi Wan is. is doing a good job. I, I'm enjoying Obi Wan. It's it's basically Lone Wolf and, and Cub. Honestly, I see why they rewrit it because it's it's very similar to Mandalorian. Well, that's another. That's the section of Star Wars fans that are a little mad that it's like too much. I I kind of fall in with that where I'm like, you know. This isn't, but it, but it lends to the story, so it's like it, it makes sense, That's yeah. Which is again why I want Andor to do so well because it is 
straying from the path that we are seeing it gives us something yeah. new that yeah that's fair that, that is fair because oh that 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 is the one thing i noticed about obi-wan very like you know lone wolf and cub samurai story but i mean what else what else was obi-wan supposed to be like that's who he is and and the fact is they they're they're doing a lot of stuff with the new hope that we're told that's like they're fleshing that out in, in a way that makes sense too so that's baloney yeah. man that I mean, that's baloney about- right there Talk about it a little later, but let's get into Netflix geeked. Um, you know, before we talk about Sandman trailer, we'll just mention you know the the Wednesday had a Wednesday show had a teaser. Guillermo del Toro series had, had a, I think it was an anthology horror series that had a teaser. Um, Resident Evil had a trailer, which actually kind of looks all right. It's whatever. And in comparison to like you know the movies that were trash, <laughs> I'm a hater. <laughs> um 1899 which is from the people who made the series dark um it it looks really cool it's just going to be one of those that if you watch in english it's going to have you know dub mouth okay okay subtitles um and and then what london hates the one piece look at the set. <laughs> that, that show's gonna fail <laughs> which when they showed me the set it looked like that it looked like that one episode in Bebop where like they went to some planet that was that water based, and I was like, "This is the same set." Um, when I saw the goat head on yes. Luffy's Luffy's ship, I was like, "Oh, this is just well." That makes sense to me. I, that I'm not upset about <laughs> because that makes sense because the goat, the actual goats in the show, looked like the goat head on the Going Mary. So like, the, you know, if they're into an actual goat, then that's what it would look like. <laughs> That shit makes me, it, it feels so creepy pasta, man. It makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like, this show's not going to work. I'm just waiting to see Buggy. Like, <laughs> it's just not yeah. going to work. Like, no. I, and then I don't um, like that dude's voice. Let me keep it a bean. I don't like Luffy's voice. <laughs> Dude's too chipper. You don't have to I, change it. How's he going to do serious? I, I, I don't see the serious side of him. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably not going to work. Um, and then Sandman is the iffy one. I think what Netflix did is they put Sandman. all their money aside to put into Sandman because it's got it's got to be the one. Like this is this could be the show that Netflix could, could take Netflix to a new level. They I feel like they put all their money in that show and in the show you're watching, Stranger Things. Right, right. Because Stranger Things is pretty bomb. That's what people uh, are saying. Yeah, I mean, like the. Last scene of the fourth episode of Stranger Things is Vecna. Crazy. I can't, I can't escape it on TikTok. Vecna. It's like I should probably watch Vecna. Can I just watch season four? Like, do I have to go and watch the first? I, I mean, they recap it all in, in the first one. So, oh, okay, all right. I'm gonna probably do that. There's not much that you really need to know besides like why who Maya Hawk's character is and who Sadie Sink's character is because they were introduced in the third. Okay, is that the counselor? No, Maya oh, okay. Hawk is. No, yeah, I know which book. one. Maya Hawk. I was talking about the Sadie Sink person. Sadie Sink is the red-haired girl. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because I got a theory for you when you talk about. It. Well, I, I'll just tell you right now. I got a theory for you. Is the lady, the counselor, the Asian lady? She's involved with Vecna. She's like the evil. She's like the the the, the traitor or whatever. She's the evil one. She apparently. Possible. I mean, I haven't finished the season, so I'm not sure. I think oh, there's yeah. another tie-in to that. But I mean, like every all the people that 
had issues that Vecna took over are her people. Are her people. So and uh, this is I, I saw this theory. I was gonna bring it to you. That apparently every time you see Vecna, there's like a grand clock or whatever, a fucking thing. Yeah. The the counselor's necklace is is the same thing. Oh, there you yeah. go. So I don't even watch strange things. Bring you the theories, baby. Saw it on TikTok. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it on Netflix. Geek Sandman looks really great. Uh, it does. It be good. It uh, does. So we'll I'm, I'm excited about that. To the other trailers. Let's start um, with the cartoon ones, like uh, Strange World for Disney. It looks pretty good. I don't think that's Pixar, but it does look pretty good. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal as the main voice. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how how it goes when it comes out. Um, yeah, not a lot of misses come out of that animation department, so I'm sure it'll be it, pretty good. Interested to see the creatures, like what they are, and I like how they did that 50s. It's we're going into a strange world, very Adam Strange, yeah. very that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch that one. Yeah, well, I want. I want is that gonna be a theatrical? I don't it know. Is, I'm not gonna go see it. No, I'm gonna watch it on uh, Disney Plus, like I did yeah. with Turning Red. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, Beavis and Butthead is going to be a Paramount Plus original. So smart. So smart. Oh, my gosh. Mike, when I saw that, I was like, Mike Judge, you genius. He faked everybody out when he said he's bringing Beavis and Butthead back and drew them old. Faked us all out. Put them into a wormhole to where they get traveled to our top. Genius. Genius. I was like, bravo. Yeah. I'll be interested to see what kind of stuff they get involved in that's like ties into things going on. Cause you know, right now, obviously the insurrection hearings are going on. I wonder if like they jump them into that or, you know, jump them into like, you know, other big events that are going on. They're definitely going to be doing all kinds of shit with the internet. They're going to, they're right. going to, it, nah, it's, it, this is going to be finally getting Mike Judd's commentary on like what's happening now. Cause he, he hasn't been around in a minute. Like disenchantment isn't that type of show. Oh no, that's grown. Right. Never mind. That's groaning, yeah. Yeah, so never mind. But yeah, no, I'm brilliant. When I saw that trailer, I was like, bravo. Say, going to space, making everybody think, oh, yeah, they're going to, they're not going to damn space. They're, they're going to space for the wormhole, and then they're stuck. Yeah, I think, you know, something like this, and, you know, with the offer and having the exclusive rights to the South Park specials, I think those are the kinds of things, these are the kinds of things that's going to put Paramount Plus into the conversation. Like at the moment, I feel like they're inching their way in um, because Slowly, they're making because yeah. they're making quality originals despite Halo. No, you know, yeah, the Yellowstone stuff. Um, heard some good things about some of the movies, but I mean, then like Infinite was total crap. Uh, but the offer is really great, and then you get your reality TV stuff there. You get the reality TV stuff. That's what so, I've been using it for. Exactly. So good on Paramount Plus. Uh, so some of the other trailers we got so let's talk about like beast because it's trash Idris, Idris Elba, what are you doing bro gotta get Call you his a, agent. New, a new agent man like and then we see the guy from the a-team who we haven't seen in a while I don't even know what, what else dude's from I just know he's from the a-team yeah so that looks, looks trash pretty, I do not care about Idris awful. Elba saving his family from a lion I don't give yeah. a single fuck about that is this like Jaws on land that, yo, that's kind of what is good call. Now it might work if it's that, like, but I don't have that faith in it. That well, I mean, was Spielberg. Well, didn't they? They already showed the line in the trailer, or no? I didn't they, watch did, they, they showed the line jumping on the okay. car. Yeah. 
didn't see when you lose. If it was Jaws, then like you know, they wouldn't show it at all. <laughs> uh, so Devotion with Jonathan Majors, it looks pretty good little war film. Yeah, it does. I think that's I think that's gonna be interesting. I think like coming off top and like you said, that one dude's in it, you know, I think people are starting to get into the whole plane thing. One thing that I heard from a lot of people who saw Top Gun is they were like, the way that they can film things in flight now is really impressive. Bro, that, that Top Gun story is whatever. But what it was was a masterpiece in like filming and like cinematography. Like that's what Top Top Gun stunts, the flying, all of that was the specialness. The story was okay. Story wasn't bad. Great, good action film. But it, it, like you said, it, the, it's impressive for what they can capture in the air. Like some of those, some of those flight scenes between the different pilots were just incredible, man. And like the thing is, Tom Cruise was in them planes. <laughs> like, dude yeah. was, dude was there. Like Miles Teller says, how he was in, like just crazy. And I love how everybody's back on the Miles Teller bandwagon. <laughs> well, I mean, those people are probably also watching the offer. Look, we said it. it was big Teller year. Yeah, big teller year for sure. So good for him. Uh, definitely interested in seeing devotion. Oh yeah, no, but, Devo- uh, it looks good. But hey, Glenn Powell, I think you're a good actor. But stop being in these damn <laughs> airplane movies, dude. Dude was in Top Gun. He's gonna get typecast. Uh, he should. He should. He should go to DC. He'd be a good Hal Jordan. Look at me trying to typecast him as a plane, another pilot. But uh, he'd be a good Hal Jordan. See him as one. Hey, true. Uh, let's move back to Disney real quick. Talk about Pinocchio. I, I do you like how Tom Hanks looks? Sure, I, I think he looks fine. Looks cheesy. Yeah, I just think the whole yeah. Tom I'm Hanks looks re- like it looks like a play. He looks like a like someone. I never really liked the movie. Oh yeah, I'm not Pinocchio. a Pinocchio fan, but I am interested so, to see the whale scene. I guess, but I mean, <laughs> I watch it on Disney Plus. I'm not gonna go to the theater. Fuck no! I would. Oh no! <laughs> um, one thing that's coming straight to streaming that I'm really excited for is Prey. Prey, the trailer they just released was super exciting with about Predator. Yeah. Um, and what's also interesting that I've heard about that movie is that they're going to release it in English, but then they're going to release it where they're all all the main characters are speaking the original language that would have been spoken at that time, like the original native language. Oh, okay, okay. I think that would be a pretty cool way to watch it. That'd be a very interesting way to watch it. Like it, it would be like ten thousand BC. I don't know if you remember. They, they, I don't think right. they speak in that movie. Right. And I think this is the kind of movie that you could easily do that for, because I doubt there's going to be a lot of talking anyway. It's going to be Building the suspense. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I'm, I'm excited for that, though. Prey, Prey looked like he had a shield at one point. Dude, he was wilding. Yeah, Prey looks pretty cool. Um, I'm into it. Another thing that looks really cool, of course, is Bullet Train. We're really close to getting that coming out. They have a Look, new trailer. I'm ready. I've said it for months, man. The Gray Man and Bullet Train. The two movies this year that like I'm ecstatic for post the Batman Brad Pitt looking like he's going to hit. And then I don't know if you got the other Brad Pitt story in here, but he's working with Stahalski again in something new. Don't want to jump the gun. I might be, but I, I don't, I don't have that. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Well, Pitt's working with um same guy. He did bullet train with on something else. Uh, I saw that over the weekend. I'll, I'll pull that up. But yeah, no, that tells me that if he's working with that dude again, then, uh, it just shows like how Obviously, good that shit yeah, is. It worked. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see a lot of the people who are going to show up in that. A lot of people, a lot of them are actors that I feel like are hot right now, but need a good pivot to 
show what they can do, like Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, I'm like, excited for that. So you get Tyree uh, Henry, you get ATJ, you got yeah, Zazzy Beats, you got my and man who I think all of them really need this movie to like be good. Joey show King, what they can do. Joey like, King too. It's gonna be a good a good little flick. I'm hyped for. Speaking it. of, there's a trailer I didn't say. I'll just mention it real quick. Where Joey King is like the princess who's supposed to get married off. We talked about it on the podcast at one point. Uh, it looks pretty interesting for a straight to Hulu. So I'd watch it straight to Hulu. Mm, okay. Okay. Oh yeah. No. Uh. Oh no. It's not with uh the dude who did Bullet Train. I thought it was. It's with the dude who did Top Gun. Oh, interesting. Brad Pitt has a movie with. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of straight to Hulu, we got this Hulu series, Mike, the Mike Tyson docu-series with Tremonte Rhodes and Lauren Harrier. Looks really interesting. I think the biopic stuff is really working. Um, interested to hear the Mike Tyson story. It looks good. Um, ready, ready for that to come out. Look, I always said that Jamie was too old. This is perfect to capture like the young young Mike Tyson. Yeah. I'm into this. Like, I'm going to be watching this. This is something that I think could come out as soon as possible. And I think this could be big for Javante Rhodes. He needs this. He like Javante Rhodes is a great actor, but after Moonlight, he didn't get a lot of roles. This could be something that puts him back on the map. Well, and you know, his co-star Lauren Harrier too. Lauren Harrier has been, has has been great in a lot of movies that I've really liked, but I just don't know where she's been. Yeah. So like seeing her name on here too is something interesting. We'll Seems like after the Spider-Man Black Klansman run she was on, it just like kind of fell off for her a little bit. Zendaya got too popping. I guess, like, I guess Zendaya would be who she's competing I don't even, with. I don't even think I just don't think Zendaya. that they like are on similar tracks. That's fair. So, I don't know. Uh, so the last few trailers we got are uh, Black Adam and Nope. So let's talk about Nope real quick. Um, three minute long trailer pretty much told me all I knew to know about this movie. It's mm-hmm. about it's a comedy drama horror with um, Daniel Kaluuya and yep. Kiki Palmer trying to film footage of aliens. Yep, and I'm into it, and I I, I want to see like the twist, the 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 Jordan Peele twist. I want to see what he where he takes it, but like you said, it's it's them. Filming aliens and doing that to make their movies. I'm into it. I'm into it all the way. This yeah, looks better so than us check out, for sure. Go check out that trailer to see more about Nope. And then we got Black Adam, which it looked good. It's a little bit, but not a lot. But you know, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see The Rock not being the good guy. Yeah, I'm into that. That's what I'm ready for because like I want to see how menacing he can be. Like, don't. And they said in the trailer, you can either be evil or you can be like this hero. I hope he doesn't go the hero route, man. Betray the Justice Society of America. Fuck Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher. and Beat Hawkman's ass. Like, I want to see all of that. Yeah, I think like that's all setting up for him to turn away from being a hero. Yeah. And I think like that's supposed to be the big finale point of that movie is where like, Maybe you think that he, there's an inkling of him being a hero or taking upon that, but he's been so done wrong by humanity that he's never going to do that, which is what the character is all about. So if they stay true to that, then it should work. Yeah. It'd be cool to see a lot of the JSA. True. No, I'm, in, I'm into that. Like, I, I like Faith. I like how Faith looked. They did like a little bit of the magic. They showed us a little bit. And 
I'm into Adam Smasher. The one I'm interested in is Cyclone. I don't really know too much about her from the comics. So uh, look, Black Adam, finish the year strong for DC. Let's have us a, a good year. Right. Um, that wraps up things for the trailers. The first story that we have coming out, coming on to the second half of our news here is a really important one for us, Lyndon. Tokyo Vice officially renewed for season two. Let's good go. Deal. Needed that. <laughs> Let's go. I'm we need to know what happens to Sato. We, yo, justice for fucking Sato, baby. Let's get season two. I'm into it. Back up with our with our boys in Japan. I gotta see how this ends. And, and let's get um Chikara Kai back on the map. Yeah, I think this is gonna be the final season. Uh, I oh yeah, see yeah. This no. being like something that goes on for multiple, because, but like the, the fact of the matter is, in the first episode, you tease this like setting with him and. Uh, what's the crime boss's name? Um, uh, oh, oh, to, uh, to, uh, Tagawa, Tagawa, yeah. Where him and Tagawa are sitting at the table. We got to end that season, end the season two. Like, I yeah. Gotta see what happens. We got to finish it up. That's the, that's the facts. I'm with you on that. So John Hamm, Juno Tempo, Juno Temple, Jennifer Jason Lee are set for the lead roles in Fargo season five. Oh. Per FX, the new season is set in 2019 and asks the question, when is a kidnapping not a kidnapping? And what if your wife isn't yours? Uh, exact character details for who the three leads will be playing are currently under wraps, aside from the fact that Ham will play a character named Roy, Juno Temple will play a character named Dot, and Jennifer Jason Lee will play a character named Lorraine. Are, the, are all the seasons of Fargo about a kidna- somebody kidnapping a wife? I've, never, no. I, I've seen the movie, the original movie, which is about a dude doing like kidnapping his wife for money, quote unquote, like that sort of thing. But no, they're all okay. different. Okay. I was about yeah, to they say all have, like different, they're all different time periods are all different you know, crimes sort of. Okay. Well, there, I, I know they're all on Hulu. So I'm gonna give, yeah. I, I, I like the Fargo film. I, I need to watch the Chris Rock season, but good for John Hamm back in the game. Yeah, good for John Hamm. Uh, you know, you know Jennifer Jason Lee's gonna bring it and Juno Temple's on the rise. So this is only good for them. True. True, true, true. Uh, you know, from Juno Temple's new show to her old show, Ted Lasso, Brett Goldstein, who is one of the writers and also stars as Roy Kent, has said the show's third season is being written as the last. Ooh, okay. Um, when asked if season three would be the end. He said it was planned as three. Spoiler alert, everyone dies. Oh, so good. Good for them. I mean, look, no matter if like just because it's successful doesn't mean you should continue a show. If you felt that it, it needed to be one, I mean, if you needed to be three, then let it be three. Damon Lindelof got offered a, an, an incredible amount of money to bring Watchmen season two, and he refused because he wrote it as one season and it's only one season. I don't blame the guy. Do do what's right for you, brother. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we were just talking about Juno Temple and how successful she's been doing post coming out, really coming out of Ted Lasso. Like, she's done other stuff prior to that. But, I mean, the big thing that we all know her as right now is Keely from Ted Lasso. Yep. So, you know, I think a lot of these people who are associated with that show are really looking to make their next steps. Uh, so, Dacus really kind of showed something here. You know, he and the people who are behind the scenes of this are probably ready to make a, a new project as well. Um, yeah. So wrapping it up at season three shouldn't, as long as they do it the right way, it shouldn't really upset anyone. I agree. And and look, Sadekis, Sadekis might be in DC, man. They're saying he's Ted Cord. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, he could do it. If Sudeikis is Ted Core, then give me a booster goal Sudeikis movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, that'd be awesome. I don't know who you would put as, as booster goal, but you'd need a comedian who was the right con- the right kind of cocky. So I, I don't know who that could be. Some people were saying Andy Samberg. I was like, no, nah, I don't know about Andy Samberg. No, it had to be someone who's a little bit more of a superhero type yeah yeah i don't know who that is right now i can't i can't think of the top of my head either i i did i i had no idea so like in the past when we talked about something like this it was always chris pratt mm. but now i don't think that chris pratt's right no i don't think chris pratt's right at all like not not at least not with jason sudeikis um so. but moving into these reality stuff we got two reality things having to do with the challenge that i thought you might be interested in Ooh, okay uh, for the first time ever, the Challenge universe will be explored in a docu-series on MTV. The Challenge, the untold story, is a six-part series. will feature legendary competitors as well as many famous fans, including Kim Kardashian, Vernon Davis, and Lindsay Jacob Ellis. More than 30 competitors and Challenge icons will participate in the docu-series, including Wes, Johnny Bananas, Anissa, Mark, CT, Daryl Taylor, Laurel Stuckey, and Cam Williams. Those returning will share behind-the-scenes stories. The series, set to premiere later this summer, will explore the conception and evolution of the reality show that includes commentary from competitors, producers, media analysts, and the famous fans. Damn, bro! I wanted to be in the dock! What? Good. Go ahead, Vernon Davis. This is hard. I'm gonna watch this. Hell yeah, we get the story of Johnny Banana, CT, Wes. Oh, this, this is awesome. I'm into this. Yeah, this is a really cool thing for them to do. Um, I, I wish some of the other reality shows would do something like this. Ooh, Survivor could use a docuseries. Well, Survivor could use a lot of different things to move their brand. Like, I think what Survivor could really use, do is utilize Paramount Plus to make other content. Like, when the series is going on, they should make a other show about the jury. Mm. Like, they should have a 30-minute Paramount Plus show about the jury. Um. Similar to like how Big Brother has live feeds. Gotcha. Would you want live feeds of them? Well, you can't because it's recorded. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not a live okay, uh, reality okay. show. Bachelor um, could use a, a docuseries too. Learn the, the, Bachelor would be really good to do docuseries because it was really successful for them and they got a lot of ratings for us when they, when Chris Harrison sat at the desk and reran old Bachelor seasons and talked about them with past guests. So mm-hmm. you could do something like that from inception all the way through with the producers and something, but I just don't think they want to let loose a lot of what happens behind the scenes. Oh no. Yeah. They're trying to keep that secret. Right. So, uh, so for the first time series stars of multiple reality shows on numerous networks are coming together for a new competition series called all star shore produced uh-huh. by MTV entertainment studios. And it's set to premiere on paramount on June 29th. The show includes cast members from the bachelor uh, Netflix's Love is Blind, MTV's Jersey Shore, um, and other different kinds of shores from other countries. Okay. Uh, VH1's RuPaul's Drag Race, CBS turned Peacock's Love Island. Uh, the cast will all will live at the ultimate shore house in the Canary Islands and compete in party style challenges, including party pong and shots and found, battling for a cash Bro, right. this is the ultimate or- orgy for reality star competitors. Right. <laughs> we already this know of a couple that came out of the show. For who? Uh, 
um, Blake Horseman from Bachelor Nation and Gian, Giannina from Love is Blind first season. Yo, they're already hooking up! <laughs> this, this is hilarious. I'm going to watch this. This is awesome. Good for MTV for getting VH1 people, ABC people. That's awesome. Like, I wonder if ABC signed off on this or like, does it really matter from the Bachelor Nation people? Like, will it be like popular Bachelor Nation people? Like Rachel Lindsay's not on this show. She's not going. No, but I mean, Blake Horseman arguably is a very popular Bachelor Nation figure. But I mean, his seasons are so far removed that he doesn't fall under ABC. That's what I'm talking about. Like, do the people like I want to see a Bachelor person from like the last five recent. Yeah. I mean, he is. I don't know how long Becca season was, but he was on Becca season. Oh, that's Blake from Becca? Yeah. Uh, Runner up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty recent. And he has has a successful Bachelor podcast. So, I mean, he's a big, big name in Bachelor Nation for sure. Okay. Okay. Um, Moving on, Rachel Ziegler from the West uh, West Side Story fame. She's cast in the Hunger Games prequel, the Battle of Songbirds and Snakes as Lucy Gray Baird. Um, in the upcoming movie, 18-year-old Snow was chosen to mentor Lucy Gray, the female tribute from the impoverished District 12 during the 10th Hunger Games. This sounds interesting. I'm interested yeah. to learn more about and the Hunger a teaser, movie. and I forgot to watch it. No, I don't watch that shit either, so you're okay. So, big story on Twitter recently, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, wrapped <laughs> earlier this month. The first stills showing a demonic poo and piglet about to pounce on a scantily clad young woman relaxing in a hot tub have already set the internet on fire. An interview with Variety uh, director Reese Waterfield, who in post-production on four other films, including Fire Nato and Demonic Christmas Tree, said the response to the stills has been absolutely crazy. According to Waterfield, Waterfield, who also wrote and co-produced the film, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey will see Pooh and Piglet as the main villains going on a rampage after being abandoned by a college brown Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin is pulled away from them and he has not given them food. It's made Pooh and Piglet's life quite difficult because they've always had because they've had to had to fend for themselves so much they've essentially become feral. Um, so they're going back to their animal roots. They're no longer tame. They're like a vicious bear and pig that wants to go around and try and find prey. this is this sounds insane if this works we're gonna see a a slew of childhood characters turning into horror stars well you know any of them that aren't under the umbrellas of their franchise like recently winnie the pooh rights are no longer fallen under disney oh that's why this can happen i I didn't know that's why this can happen okay okay makes sense makes sense Disney, disney can still use the property but the property is no longer disney owned Mm, imagine if we got like a Peter Pan horror story. He's kidnapping little kids and Captain Hook's trying to save them. <laughs> yeah, Peter Pan. Yeah. Beauty of the yeah. Beast horror film. She's not trying to marry the beast. The beast is actually trying to kill her. Yeah. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, so Percy Jackson, the Olympian series, is rounding out its cast of five new additions. The only one I really want to talk about was Jason Mansukis, who's going to play Dionysus. The God of Wine, Dionysus. <laughs> Might perfect casting. It, might have to watch it just for that. Definitely watching it for that. That's perfect casting. Dude's gonna be a clown. Good for him though. So Jodie Foster set as one of the lead roles in True Detective season four on, at HBO. Uh, now it's known that the fourth season is going to take place in Enos, Alaska. Uh, 
that's at a Arctic research station where some six men vanished without a trace to solve the case. Detectives Liz Danvers, played by Foster, and Evangeline Navarro will have to confront the darkness they carry in themselves and dig into the haunted truths that lie buried under the eternal ice. Okay. Whatever. That kind of stuff. Yeah, good for, good for uh, Jody Foster. A little Win Weaver style. That would be big for her. Who's going to be her partner? No, they don't know yet. They only know that she, like, Foster's been cast. Okay, and she needs this. This will be big. Bring back True Detective. Yeah, now that we have HBO Max and seeing what kind of stuff HBO's been putting out, maybe this is going to be a good season coming up for them. Good for, good for Clarice getting back into it. <laughs> So a Speed Racer live action series is in the works at Apple with J.J. Abrams on board as executive producer. I think this is the only way that Speed Racer should work. Like, I think it should be episodic. I don't as know a TV show. Movie. Yeah, the movie wasn't that great. The movie wasn't great, but I could see this being a bit better. It's also interesting that Apple's going to undertake a franchise like this because it's really not something that they approach. They've done. But see, yeah. it, it's interesting that they're going for this style of show maybe maybe apple becomes the anime place if they do it right that's a good point so good point so we'll see and it's old enough to where fans don't have like too much of a a, like a love for it like i can see them doing old animes and old cartoons right yeah so uh, we'll see how that works out for them and jj abrams abrams go make constantine before you make speed racer bro like what are you doing uh, so Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick are currently writing Deadpool 3 for Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds. Reese is assuring fans that the script is not going to be Disney-fied. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we shall. Um, stay, staying within Marvel, Borat star Maria Bakalova uh, joins Guardians 3 in an unnamed role. Shit, what's going to call Ratcatchers in Guardians 3 too? Um... Julia Garner, who most notably was in Inventing Anna and in Ozark. She's now the front runner for Madonna. And she got I cast, huh? I believe that is now a full casting. Yeah, I think she got cast. Good for her. She looks just or like Madonna, too. Yeah, oh, it's offered. Like, okay. So I don't know. But she's going to take it. Cause, I mean, like, why not? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is big for her. I mean, you know, we always talk about how, like, you know, Austin Butler's like, life actor, is changing, like, Butler, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his life is changing. So like that'll change her life too. Biopic roles are huge for actors trying to make it big. Yep. So what we do in the shadows renewed for season five and six at FX. Good news. Ooh, okay. Uh, Neve Campbell won't be back for Scream Six. People are hinting that maybe that means that she's actually going to be the killer. Mm, she which might would die. be a really great twist for Scream Six if they did that. Yeah, uh, get her. If Neve I'm Campbell's sure she's ready there, to be then, done with it too. Yeah, I, I think that's more likely what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll see how they write that in. Oh, man. Make her the killer. That'd be awesome. Uh, so movie on the rise. What you got? I don't, I don't even know if I have anything this week. Um, you go for me. I just tell everyone to go watch Emergency on Amazon Prime. Like we were talking about earlier on, it is kind of like a, a movie that I feel gives a good perspective on like how things are for young black man in America. Real. All right. I'm going to check and that out. I, the director 
who I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. It's a common name. And uh, he, this was a short film that he had done that got adapted to be a full film on Amazon. And I thought that he did a pretty good job. So he could be someone to watch out for moving forward. Hell yeah. All right. Oh, I found something if, whenever, uh, but you got some more. So um, I'm taking out Jurassic World Dominion. I've saw too many bad reviews. I'm not going to go watch that. Mm, and, that's this uh, week, huh? Yeah. And then Arma Beth is out on HBO Max. I haven't checked it out yet, um, but I intend to. Okay. So I got on Peacock, The Northman. If you want to watch it, it's on Peacock, a movie that I, I really enjoy. Ambulance is on Peacock as well. I'm going to definitely watch that this weekend. And on HBO Max, a movie that I love, watched on a plane. I probably talked about it on this show, but you, you, you had to buy it, but now it's on streaming. So I'm going to bring it back. The uh, Anthony Bourdain film, Roadrunner. It's great. All right. Great, great. Yeah, film. I'm, I'll be, because of Love Island being announced as coming to Peacock July 17th, I will be soon buying Peacock. Peacock has a lot of good movies on it, like 1917, uh, Schindler's Lit. Like they have a lot of good films on it, man. Deer Hunters on there, The Proposition, Milk. Um, isn't the, the outfit the outfits you know on here on? yep yeah oh yeah that's the uh dylan o'brien t- uh movie yeah okay um but let's get into all the stuff that we got to review i'll talk real quick stranger things i've watched six through seven um it's pretty awesome not gonna lie it's streaming along caught the tweet that i saw where like they were talking about how stranger things season five is going to be something and i was like well every episode is going to be three hours long so expect that netflix is putting all its money behind stranger things i mean it's working like you can't escape it right now on social media no it's definitely pushing the needle and, and I think that, like, that song blew up too good for that woman yeah good for her Bush. it's a bop like when it first came out i was like i was like oh this sounds pretty pretty uh pretty good song is everywhere now good for kate bush I think I even downloaded it. Oh, wow. Um, and, then I, I, and then I won't spoil anything for Hex, but Hex season two wrapped up. It was a good finale. Look, um, that girl, I like, I like the writer. I like the writer girl. Yeah, it, it's just like, it's one of those things where I don't know how much longer that show can go because mm. it's just like so much of the same. It, it's very Californication-y. I never really saw Californication. Oh, basically, like famous people telling of stories about being famous. Pretty much, it's more so like that in season two. Oh, okay, takes her act. She changes her act to talk more about herself and her experiences. Mm. So, I'm okay. more about that. Really? Uh, and then Barry, Barry is an unreal pineapple Dominion episode. Super exciting and super tense. Uh, a lot of things are going to have to happen. Um, it's really become like the Barry, Sally, and NoHo Hank show. It's kind of all of their storylines have kind of splintered in three different directions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right now, going into the finale, you're wondering what's going on with Sally, what's going on with Hank, and what's going on with Barry. So, Is Barry then, still killing and, people? In the beginning of the season, yes. But he's not, he's just in a weird place. Mm. But like, right, the main idea of season three for anyone who 
hasn't seen it yet that's spoiler not spoiler is that fuchs pretty much is going back to the past to the people that barry have killed and telling them, oh yeah this is who killed your friend this is who killed your brother this is who killed your daughter this yeah and so like so people coming for barry damn why fuchs did that because he's jealous Mm. what a barry doesn't miss him that's it <laughs> what a fucker oh man um so let's talk uh we own the city real quick because we haven't done much of it at all and i want to know your takes because i thought that it was one of the better shows this year i was gonna say that um, it, it the, looked the, the wire group burnthal killed it it's it's the wire but even more so uh dark because it's real it's like the commentary on police is like, if you didn't think David Simon liked police after the wire, you know, he doesn't like police after watching this damn show. <laughs> no, him or Pelicanos. Yeah. Uh, like, fuck no. But the wire cast, the old cast were great. I think Marlo did a good job. Uh, Bert, yeah. Bernthal should be up for an Emmy. Easy. Yeah. I think Bernthal should be up for an Emmy. Uh, like you said, the guy who played Sean Suter, I and mean, was also Marlo on the wire. I can't remember his name right now, which uh, Jamie Hector, Jamie, Jamie Hector, Hector. He did, did a, good a really job. good job. Uh, you know, lady from Lovecraft did a good job. Yeah. She did a good job. She did a really good job face acting. Like her character was the only one who wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. Oh, um, real. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. Not, but she was, but she was there to kind of give you an idea of, you know that whole deal with the because the the what is the city when they were going to talk to the mayor that was real but yeah, she okay. wasn't a real person in it ah uh, okay okay so about just the um the civil rights office or whatever yeah about the civil rights office just like kind of giving you a perspective of what it was like and like for her to go and interview that other guy there were certain moments in there where they wanted you to understand the effects that the jump out boys have on like african-americans like you know for example the guy who got his salary taken from him what that does to his life and how it ruins his life and they did it for no reason the jump out boys was wild this 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 show reminded me of the full of of the documentary the force or um Oh man, what's my favorite doc- documentary? I think uh, I'm about to pull it up about the NYPD corruption. Remind me a lot about that uh, style of documentary. But this show you know, great. It gives you the seven five for movie ties. It gives you a lot of Serpico. It gives you a lot of Copland. A lot of Serpico, but not in the good way. How Serpico yeah. is like a positive. It's about the people that Serpico's trying to take down. Right. Like, oh man, good call. Like. But I'm glad I watched this. Not too long of a watch, like six episodes. Six episodes, about an hour. Yeah, hour piece. Um, what, what we talked about earlier on where the jump around, I kind of got used to it by the end. And like, I think, you know, telling you where it was, was good. Um, and the, the really... 2015 story was, it was very important. Right. It was. Um, cool things about that show, if you did end up watching it. Um, all of the interrogations were word for word what happened recorded um same with the courts Um, that's bad so like a lot of the stuff that was actually uttered by those act 
Oscars was actually uttered by real people. That's crazy. Didn't know that. That's terrible. Um, and Wayne Jenkins really did think that none of his people were going to talk. And they all talked. <laughs> Yo, that makes sense. Wayne Jenkins thought his people was riding, baby, riding for the cause. <laughs> oh, and like what I thought was really even cool was like there's a scene where two of the the black officers in his unit are like in the car and they're basically talking like it's a gang. They're like, you know, when all this ends, all this ends, but we're just going to ride it out and enjoy it while it lasts. Like that was word for word off the wiretap. So even a lot of the stuff that was recorded in the show, like them just talking and all the stuff that was on the wiretap, like that was also really on the wiretap. So like this wow. is almost like- These dudes are basically Henry Hill. They thought they were the good fellas. Yeah. Wayne Jenkins, <laughs> fucking, fucking Denzel and Training Day. I'll send you to Pelican Bay. Wayne Jenkins thought he could send somebody to Pelican Bay. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, shout out to K Stop who <laughs> did not go along with with the group. Fucking K Stop. <laughs> also shout out to uh what's what's dude's name from the wire his partner was the white guy they were investigating the drugs in the uh from the uh from the white counties no, I don't remember. he was a bad guy on the well he wasn't a bad he was a drug dealer on the wire put maybe no fuck a poot uh yeah whatever his fucking name is he was great yeah, he, he was good in that too. There was a lot of cool, familiar faces that showed up in there, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but moving from We Own the City, let's uh, talk about Under the Banner of Heaven. What a fucking way episodes. to finish it, my man. Oh, I man. Love that. I love that they did the last episode an hour and a half. I think like FX did a really good job of letting the team of who did that cook and give them the space to do like everything that needed to be said. Um, I think we're seeing a lot of rise in like really tapping into what the fundamentalist Mormon beliefs were. You got that new documentary on Netflix about, about uh, one of the worst. Ooh, I'm watch that. Um, yeah, you should learn about that. It's a community in Southern Utah that had a guy who was doing despicable things, but they still believe that he's the prophet. So even from jail, he's the fucking one. People. Jesus. So, yeah, the fucking one. Um, I thought <laughs> that Under the Banner of Heaven wrapped up beautifully the Pyrie story and what you know I think what was really cool about that show was Pyrie and Alan and like their conversations and how revelations were made by Pyrie that mm -hmm. you know things in the faith you know just aren't what they seem to be and I think Alan was a really good representation of like finding out those things how you find that out yeah the only, I like, like, I, I like show, oh go ahead the only are we sure I have about the thing is like, you know, why didn't Alan just kind of say all this shit? Like he knew all these things happened and they had like, he was like, oh yeah, like that did happen. And this is what happened with it. Because like, you know, if Alan could have showed up in like the first two episodes and been like, okay, so this is what's going on. My brothers are doing this. Like I know this, this, and this. And then like, as the Pyrie did the investigation, he kept going back to Alan and Alan was like, oh yeah, yeah. They're, that's what they were doing here. And this was, I mean, this was going yeah. on. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you could you couldn't have told all this stuff like three days ago. He definitely should have, but I don't think he. But like, no, but you're right. Okay, if he tells them all the stuff he knows, then they get to find them in 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 uh, Reno a lot faster. Yeah, no, you're right. Alan was just holding it in, man. Alan had to trust Pyrie. He saw Pyrie as a as a Mormon conspirator. 
someone right. who didn't who was trying to wipe swipe it under the rug. Like you got to think, like Alan the has these. Alan had those beliefs that like everybody didn't believe in, and I just I like the scene with uh, Officer Taba in uh, in Pyre when when he's like, "This is what I believe in." He shows him like the miracle of nature. He's like, "You got to be in the moment or whatever." And then when Pyre does that with his mom, to me, it's like at that moment, like I felt like Pyre was lying when he was with his wife. I said this in the Discord when he was like doing his 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 thing with his wife in the church, but I felt like when he went with his mom and he was out there, I felt like. That was the new Pyrie because, bro, right. I do not believe he goes to that church with his wife still and believes what all those people are saying. Like, I'm not saying he yeah. doesn't believe in God, but I don't think he believes in the prophet, like saying with like their interpretation of what God says. Right. I think he sees the idea that Mormonism is built off people pushing their own opinions, their own and selfish agendas. Yeah. The word of God. Yeah. And then Sam Worthington, bro. Took out his brother. Damn, damn, get out of here. I didn't kill him. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they stopped him. And because yeah. that's what that's what they wanted. And they want to prove that, you know, Sam wasn't the one by what's his name, not dying. True. But Dan got fucked up though. He, he, was, he was almost choked to death. Well, it was funny because like they made you think that Dan was gonna be the one to kill him. Mm-hmm. They and did. that's what they were expecting. But then like Sam Worthington comes to that realization. He's like, oh. Because Sam Worthington like, had to use his powers as kills the, me. He had to use his powers of the one to get his wife back, man. Diana, bro. Come on back. <laughs> wild. <laughs> super wild. wild. The scene that blew my mind was when Diana took all took what well, didn't blow my mind, but I thought it was a really good scene. When 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 she took um Dan's the wife children. and they're at the and they're at the gas station, and the other cousin comes to take Matilda, and there's like 60 men, like not 60, there's like seven men around, and like she takes her back. And women. And she, and she's like, y'all just stood here and watched. Y'all watched him. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. She right, though. Yeah, I mean, y'all did stand around and watch. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a really great telling of like, you know, what the hypocrisy of Mormonism. And didn't, like. and didn't see oh, Onias being not that, a bad guy. Like, Onias heard that he was trying to go kill them. People was like, oh, you're not the one. So Onias really <laughs> believed that. I was like, whoa, Onias. He was like, and then when fucking Sam was like, oh, yeah, go bet on these horses. Onias was like, oh, you definitely not the one. <laughs> God did not tell you to go bet then, on those But horses. then homeboy went and took the money and didn't bet on those horses. And I'm like, <laughs> bet what? on his own and lost. I was like, what do you think? Yeah, I was like, what do you think is going to happen, dude? Like, why would you, like, if you just go and bet on his horses and then lose, then you could be like, oh, well, he's not the one and no one's going to be trying to kill you. But now they're trying to kill you because you took his money and he bet it on wrong horses, you dummy. Bet it on his own. Ah! He said he felt the revelation. (laughs) He said he felt the revelation. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yo, look, Bernthal. Garfield, they're the people leading for the Emmys right now. I guess I don't know if I don't know if either of them are going to get the recognition they deserve. Look, what other male lead actor right now is killing it like them this year? I'm not giving it to I, nobody from Euphoria. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, not the guys. Yeah, not the guys. No, Zendaya is going to win it. Like, what are we talking about? Like, but no, I'm not giving it to the guys. Well, I don't know if Zendaya is going to win it, but I think she'll be nominated. I'm trying to, like, John Cena's not getting it for Peacemaker as much as we love that show. No. None of the boys people are going to get it either. No, um, but I am i don't know. It depends on if they warm up to it. Because mm-hmm. there's some really good stuff going on in that show, too. 
but yeah, when we will see how it goes, I just think that they're going to push on a lot of these like dramas. Maybe like a uh, fucking Colin Firth for staircase. Right. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be mad if winning time wanted though. Shout out to shout out to those guys. Yeah, that would also be a good. Well, we'll see what happens when it comes to the Emmys. There's still other shows coming out later in the year. So true. We'll figure all that out. All right, where are uh, we going let's, now? Let's talk Kenobi now. We'll wrap up with the boys. Um, Kenobi's great. The fourth no, Kenobi? I haven't seen the. I did not see the fourth one yet. I'm up. To, I've seen him, uh, Vader, and Anakin fight again, though. That's really all that is like most noteworthy so far that's happened. Um, I personally like that all the moves that they've made so far. Uh, I think it's you know I don't like how the most recent episode was under 40 minutes, mm, and I is. don't like. Yeah. And I don't necessarily like that it's six episodes because it doesn't seem like we're going to get a lot told. And it makes sense why you keep saying, oh, yeah, we could do a second season. It's like, I don't feel like they're going to get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish that there maybe was. I don't want to be the the tie-in guy, but, I, you know, they're teasing a lot of Jedi tie-in, I would be interested if they rolled the dice and like gave us one. Gave us Quinlan Vos. Or at least show us a little bit more of that tomb. Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't see that. No, it's okay. You're fine. Yeah, but there's a tomb. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with all that, but uh, I like the move of having him go and rescue young Leia. I thought that was the smartest fucking thing ever. I was like, oh, because it makes sense. Why would she say, come help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Because he saved her as a kid. Like, holy shit. Brilliant. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, why she would have that trust and new hope of Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know. Um, the, the you know that name recognition. Like, why why would she know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is? Yeah, exactly. That, like, that was just it, insanely brilliant shout out to benny safady getting t- tortured and hung up <laughs> hilarious Camille uh, and johnny's character was pretty good I thought he, he was he was it uh, is um the 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 um i don't want to call her the the black inquisitor but the because i don't know her name but Rhea, the, you know, her. is is Rhea that little girl from the padwans they haven't said it yet but i believe so that's yeah. the only reason you put that scene in i would think and that's the only way she would know that anakin's darth vader right because not right. a lot of people are supposed to know that yeah exactly um so i you know, i think that it's been good so far. I think oh, that I haven't been like too upset with a lot of the choices. Like I said, and, and, you know, when it comes to the acting, I think that everyone's kind of done pretty well so far. And but it's, it's definitely lone wolf and cub, old master, young person on a journey. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think it's, I don't think it's mind blowing. No, but it, I, 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 I'm just happy that I'm back with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. I think it's, you know, solid and well done. It just won't turn the needle. Not like the boys. <laughs> the boys takes the needle and puts it off the board. So I'm watching. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm eating dinner. Me and Chris get it. I was like, oh, I'm watching the boys now. She's like, do we have to watch this? I was like, if it's not good, we'll turn it off. 
She was like, all right. She was like, but don't I need to see the previous seasons? I was like, no, because it doesn't fucking matter. You don't know what's going on. If you enjoy it, I'll show you the other seasons. She's like, whatever. So we watching it. The dawn of the seven shit starts playing. And of course she's looking. She's like, oh, this shit is corny. Like when they're doing the, the dawn of the seven movie. And I'm like, that's the point. It's supposed, it's supposed to be corny. And, and bravo for Charlize Theron being in that fucking movie of Stormwatch. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. it's going. And then all of a sudden the show actually starts. By the moment we get to Ant-Man in the dick, she's lost it. She's like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I've been telling you for months to watch this show. She was invested. Now she's watching season one. The boys do it again. And it's not just gory for the sake of being gory. It makes a lot of sense. Like everything they chose to do makes sense in this season with having Butcher deal with the fact that he's going to be juicing with, with Compound V dealing with the side effects. You got his his battle with Homelander, how neither of them are happy during this peacetime. They're, it, well, Butcher's not, obviously. He wants to kill him. Homelander's not because he's not as loved as much as he used to. They're both psychopaths on this course, crash course to fight each other. Well, yeah, he has found his way, just like Butcher's found his way because Huey told Butcher he was wrong, that whichever call it's a soup, and that turned Butcher all the way back on. He brought in mother's milk out of retirement, which is a damn shame, but Mother's Milk was killing himself either way with prescription medication, so he needed to get up right. out of there. So, and then and, well, Frenchie's ass dealing with the Russian, but that's to go to Russia. That's going to end up helping. Yeah, and that's part of the comics, too. They do go to Russia. So they're picking and choosing certain things, which I think is very interesting. Uh, love the flashback of Soldier Boy and Vaught and learning the story of Grace Mallory, seeing fucking young Edgar there. Yeah, Black Noir unmasked. As this black dude who just got fucked up. Poor Black Noir. <laughs> Crazy. I wonder if, okay, so in the comics, spoiler for the boys. I mean, it's not going to happen in the TV show, but spoiler for the boys. Black Noir's a, a Homelander clone who's meant, whose sole purpose is meant to kill Homelander. I wonder if... Oh, well, that's not going to be in the show. But hear me out. I wonder if in the show to survive what happened to him, did they inject some of Homelander's cells in him or some shit like that? Yeah, like almost like a test subject. For for the inevitable Homelander they create. Yeah, that's possible. That's I mean, something like I can see happening. Some of his like strength, I suppose. Yeah, because I mean, look, that'd be interesting. I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Oh, the, the Nadia coming from the orphanage. And getting getting uh, adopted by Edgar, I was like, oh, so y'all battling the U.S. government and Vaughn? You niggas gonna lose? <laughs> I was like, you can't win. And then how you gonna beat someone who can make heads explode, bro? Fucking nah. Yeah, man. right. I mean, and like you know, damn Edgar out here like wheeling and dealing and scheming. <laughs> All like, he care about is turning like, a profit. <laughs> well, I mean, it's crazy, like how much he how much he's been planning this you know like mm-hmm. from like back with the grace mallory times like he's been ingrained trying to in get, this he, he's been trying to get the u.s con he's been trying to get i feel like his whole thing is getting the u.s con, uh government government contracts to either put superheroes in the army which was his first plan didn't work but he's trying to get bought to sell essentially superpowers to the army and have superpowered people in the army so he can make all the money in the world yeah I mean, that's exactly what he's trying to do. And I think what's going to be interesting moving into these next episodes is uh, how 
are things going now with Homelander's kind of like getting back to getting bow, pro- like, oh yeah getting his approval he pretty much like back up. owned him yeah he did and like you know was making moves willy-nilly uh with putting uh starlight because the, the world loves that he's being honest well no i mean like you know the one side of america is happy that he's being honest and poor huey why did starlight go and kiss homelander what did that like, I get they showed that flashback where she was doing it for her mom and did the hand squeeze, but like. Well, it's it's based upon oh, because like, of the star. Yeah. Oh, because of the Homelander conversation with her where he was like, what you going to do? I'm going to kill you. She was like, I'll show the well, yeah, I mean, like, she's she's buying into it because also Huey was like, you got to do it. Yeah, I mean, he didn't know exactly what he was telling her that she had to do. But like she's doing pretty much this because like Huey was like, well, you got to like Huey told her and Homelander said that he would kill everyone in the world if they didn't listen to him. So, yeah. Supersonic. What a fucker. (laughs) Boy band fuck. (laughs) And then the deep. deep. Oh, my gosh. The deep scene of where he had to eat that starfish. I saw some people were talking on Twitter. That's the same thing he made Starlight do to join the deep. Starlight didn't want to suck his dick, but he made her. He got to join the seven. He didn't want to eat that thing. Homelander made him join the seven. Crazy, crazy the parallels to the deep story. Yeah, I mean, that scene was wild. I mean, I knew, I didn't think that he would have to eat Poor Timothy. Him, <laughs> I was not surprised when he rolled in all that seafood. He was like, oh yeah, look at all this seafood. <laughs> Homelander's a fuck! And what's I mean, up with A Trade this season? Getting back in touch with his roots, with Black culture. Well, is A Trade about to be a good hero? To, no, he's trying to figure out how to stay relevant because <laughs> he can't use his powers. Um, and I guess like maybe part of his story is going to be like, you can't fake being a part of Black culture if you're not a part of Black culture, and like mm-hmm. him kind of coming to that realization and realizing what like what what that means, what the boys' world is like for Black culture. Yeah, I think. That's probably like where his direction of the story is going. Cause he's not gonna maybe use his powers or he's I don't know, unless maybe being with his brother, getting back in touch with his roots heals him. We'll see. I'm trying to think of anything else we missed. Uh Huey. <laughs> Dude worked for that naughty bitch for years. Thought he was the thought he was fucking part of the untouchables. <laughs> Just to get played. <laughs> Just to get played. Butcher's fucked up for telling that kid that shit, bro. He was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he was. I don't know what he was. Yeah, like I, I I get you're upset at Mallory for doing this like that shit, but that doesn't mean go tell that kid that shit because that kid's supposed to be a weapon in case you got to go against Homelander. Well, I think like he's trying to like distance himself from the kid so that the kid like doesn't form some kind of attachment to him because I think his end game is pretty much death. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure like he's like, all right, well, I'm going to fucking die. Uh, and so I think he and, Homelander. and I think he is at some part of him wants to kill that kid. Right. I mean, he's not. It's not his kid. Yeah. yeah. Just Becca's. Yeah. <laughs> um, part of the reason that Becca's dead. Fucked up, though. You shouldn't have told that kid that that was fucked up. And I'm shocked Huey didn't tell him none. Huey didn't tell him shit. I was like, wow. Or maybe that'll happen in this new episode this Friday. Maybe. I mean, they did tell him they were like, they were like, what's wrong with you, bro? Oh, I know. Are we sure? 
There ain't no way Disney in Disney World you exploding a, a fucking Mickey Mouse live action person in the parks not getting shut down. Ain't no way. Frenchie and them not. We escaping. don't know the park thing get shut down, bro. They shot. They shot that fucking person talking to that thing. Dude's whole body disintegrated and guts were everywhere. Frenchie and them. Oh, just how, t- out how like timely was, was like gunpowder shit at the gun convention? How timely uh, was that? And crazy. I was like, wow. What, what's his power? Is he just like bullseye? He can just shoot guns? I think so. Yeah, because I mean, I guess what they were basically showing where he like ricocheted all those shots. Oh, yeah. That, see, I, I didn't know. So, I don't know. But, but, oh, yeah, he did ricochet those shots in a cool way. So, yeah, I guess that is his power. But, I mean, he didn't even kill Butcher, so. Just grazed his face. So. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Wow. Uh, well, good good yeah, season, so. Good start to the season. I'm into it. Yeah, do those episodes come out every Friday? Every Friday. Okay. Because I'm trying to think, we did we miss... Time from now on, I assume. I'm trying to think, did we miss anything? Because being all three, I thought I feel like we talked about it like it's just one episode. I'm trying to make sure we didn't miss nothing. Um, I like Kimiko's storyline. You know, she's sad she is losing her, her childhood. But I, I need What's to... Life, yeah. yeah, I need to know where she wants to go. I thought it was interesting. She told Frenchie, let's leave. Butcher and he couldn't right after Frenchie got told by that Russian bitch that he's just a dog, a, a glutton for pain for whichever master holds his leash. And right now it's Butcher. I was like, damn. Oh, good scene that they had was Homelander on the building and so. Oh yeah, the, the, so. oh yeah, Demir and the Superman tell the get the suicide person off the uh, ledge, bro. That was wild. Jump, bitch. <laughs> no, I think yeah. you should jump. <laughs> No, no, wait, I'm not implying. I'm telling you, jump. And then lights up his eyes. I was like, wow, what a fucker. And then getting, bro, bring it back. Adia Cash's ass to jack off Homelander. She was wild. She signed on for that. And then right after he's nothing, she's like, yes, for the Reich, for the brother. And I was like, no, no, no way. <laughs> We're over that Stop shit. Stop with that shit. <laughs> yeah. Stop with that shit. And then she goes mute and kills herself because she realizes she can't be a Nazi. <laughs> or the Homelander's not going to. Yeah, the Homelander's not going to be a Nazi. Oh, shit. That was hilarious. And she was like, she did it on my birthday. She knew. <laughs> And he yeah. walked in on his birthday for another little jerk off session. <laughs> that shit was wild. He's not having it. Shit was wild, bro. Oh. Yeah, I like the idea of the reality show for Hootigan Seven. Oh, to get this, so yeah, funny. that was good. That was good. I feel like um a lot. I feel like I need to go watch those all those news things that we talked about once. We talked about one of them. I feel like those things might be important to this season. Yeah, I think so. Because I feel like the time skip, there's some things that happen that like, you know, I feel like we, we're not, we're unaware of right now. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we've gotten a lot of that information. It might just be more insight into Huey being an untouchable and all those superheroes. Right. They, they stopped giving us more information on that. Who knows? But I'm into it this season. I'm, I, and see, the crazy thing is, I don't know where they go from here with Jensen Ackles. Like Jensen Ackles is, is coming. They're going to get him from Russia. Yeah, I mean, he's alive. 
mean, that's what I got from the whole flashback. I was like, oh, so you guys didn't see a dead body? Oh no, he's there. He's he's one hundred percent alive. He's alive. So I wonder, I wonder, is he going to come take over the seven? Like how this is going to happen? I think he's going to come back and be popular Mm -hmm. and Homelander is going to flip. Definitely going to flip. Oh, he might not be in the seven. He's just going to be a fringe. Like I'm back. bitches. Yeah. (laughs) Superboy number soldier boy. Number one. Wild. I mean, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. And how are they going to take down Nadia this season? I feel like, I feel like she, it's not time to fight Vaught overall. I feel like she has to go. Like, I feel like that's the villain that that they're getting rid of Nadia after the season. No way. Yeah. Egg, Egger's staying, though. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, so we'll be keep we'll keep covering the boys week to week. Uh, Under the Banner's over. We own the city's over. We'll be doing Kenobi. Um, let's, real quick, let's talk Bob's Burgers just for a minute. Oh, the Louise uh, I movie? I thought the movie was really good. Oh, yeah, it was The great. Louise movie. I thought it was I thought it was a really good long episode of Bob's Burgers. I thought they did a good job of tying in things that everyone like remembers, like the itty bitty titty committee. I thought that was awesome. I thought tying in like the the uh, the stuff with the fish odors and everything that we know about them was um, great. Little Lord Trash Mouth. Yep. Having the, the raccoon there. I thought that was awesome. Trying to think of some other stuff that they did that were like inside baseball. But they made the movie pretty much for if you've never seen the show. I think the movie still works. You don't get like the 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 calls that we're talking about. But for the most part, I think this could be a jumping on point for fans as well, because it, it wasn't be. that much inside baseball. You know, and my criticism for it would be that I don't think it. Further boosted the plot. anything more so than the show, yeah. like, like like what I just said a minute ago, it's a really great long episode of the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like the only thing that I think is interesting is we got the story of Louise's ears. We saw Bob's mom for the first time, like things that we haven't gotten yet. But like in terms of progressing the story, like Tina's not going to high school next season like we wanted. Like it's not happening. No, she's going to be an eighth grade like, forever. I did like the musical numbers. Oh, yeah. The I songs. Thought, like, yeah, I thought like, like the songs are pretty good, especially the one with the carnies <laughs> and um and my tweet that coming out of bob's burgers was now that they made a tv show they have an album and they have a movie so next the bob's burgers on broadway that's gonna happen that's probably gonna happen probably yeah let's see it beat up become like soft park i'm not mad at it but I'm in the Bob's Burgers. Thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Will it make my top ten of the year? Probably not. But like, Probably if not. but if there's not many good movies, it might. Like, there's a chance for it too because it was good. Well, now Bob's Burgers, the movie is something that I think I might end up getting on DVD. Oh, own the physical. Might be one of those. Uh, just like one that you have, and like one that you know be a good thing to see on a shelf yeah just to have the the packaging for sure you know i liked it though shout out to shout out to bob and everybody i don't know where that's gonna end up i I don't know what what's next have that oh who? i don't know who would have that on streaming oh yeah nah hbo max Mm -hmm. oh no it's owned by fox huh yeah it would be yeah yeah so yeah that would be on hulu you're right i I don't know how accessible it's going to be True. Yeah, that'd be a good good call to have. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be on Disney Plus. Everything, 
uh, this episode of the Bros Who Binge podcast. Linda, let everyone know what's going on with the network. Look, if y'all haven't checked out the latest running back where we reviewed Sicario, check it out today. Great episode. But in the meantime, you can get ready for our next episode, which we're recording next week. We're doing heat, baby. The the running back has been on a on a on a uptick right now. We go from Dark Knight to Sicario to Heat. I, the wheel has been very gracious to me in picking some Linden movies, but De Niro, Pacino, Ian's first time seeing this movie, it's going to be a great conversation. Like, y'all better be ready for it. That's a good one. Uh, Bros Who Think Podcast yeah. will be out because, uh, like I said, I couldn't record yesterday because Curse had a, a concussion. So that'll be out by the time you guys hear this. Have an interview with Waffler69 from TikTok. You may know him as the guy who got popular blowing up eating the Dollar Tree meals or eating like pepperoni dude has 1.5 million followers on tiktok and i ask him bro are you gonna just be eating weird shit for the rest of your life you can find out the answer on the interview what a great dude nice guy too that sounds pretty interesting let me tell you something weird about this dude this dude went to goodwill and he goes and buys movies that aren't movies he goes and buys vhs's from people's collections like home movies blank vhs tapes that have stuff on like that dude might wa- one day watch the ring like he might wa- like see a found footage movie of some weird shit it's possible he might see a death looking, on there he, one time he's looking for sex tapes <laughs> that's what he's looking for that's sick <laughs> he talked about that we was like bro he's he's like i just don't want to find the next horror slender man thing and be watching it on twitch i was like yeah that's a thing he can't watch these movies on twitch because what if someone dies randomly right he doesn't know what's gonna happen i was like bro you wilding for that dude ate pepperoni we talked about it <laughs> how if we get a zombie attack he's going for the dog food i was like what that's gross <laughs> Great conversation. Dude has 1.5 million. But if you want to get popping on TikTok, we also talked about how he got popping. He gave us some good insights on like analytics and whatnot. So that's a great conversation on the Bros You Think pod. Um, Anime talk will be out. New manga melee podcast will be out this uh, probably tomorrow, as long as they send it to me. Yeah, tomorrow. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much everything. All right. Yeah, you can um, you can definitely go and check out that run it back last week. It was a good one. Uh, with Sicario. It's a good movie. First time seeing it for me. And uh, yeah, heat coming up. So look out for that. And um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Asia 14. Like I mentioned early on, I did put a letterbox review of oh, emergency yeah. out there. Uh, gave it a four star out of five. So that's pretty much like where I, Anything I consider to be a good film is pretty much at four. Anything I think was an all right film, I pretty much put three, five. Anything I think is bad is probably three or lower. Um, or three is probably the middle of the middle of the road. Um, I don't think I have a five on there. You don't um, have no fives on Letterboxd? I did that. Oh, I got some fives. Um, but yeah, go check out my letterbox, Adam BWT. I'm going to try and get more active. And my, it's also my TikTok, and I'm also trying to figure that out as well. I my TikTok idea is that I want to start doing like cinematic TikToks, all about the shots. Oh, okay. They don't have no one doing that. That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, who? What is? What is someone not doing yet? Yo, that'd be that'd be hard. That could blow you up real fast. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. But we'll we'll get into that another day. So thanks for listening to this 
episode of the Bros Who Binge podcast. Catch us again next week for more of the boys and Kenobi. Uh, for Lindbergh, my name is Adam Schubert. I hope everyone has a great week, and as always, keep binging.